Welcome to the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by Strava Craft Coffee. Remember to use that promo code DNVR20 for first-time users to get 20% off and DNVR25 for second-time users to get 25% off that entire purchase of the CBD-infused, deliciously rich and potentially life-altering Strava Craft Coffee. I'm your host, Drew Creaseman. I'm the managing editor of DNVR Rockies down here at the DNVR Bar in studio with Michaela Perkins. Patrick Lyons will be joining us in just a little bit. He's sitting in on the post-game press conference of the first Colorado Rockies win of 2021. Shocking the world, Michaela, or at least shocking Clayton Kershaw. (laughs) I mean, uh, do we expect anything different from Clayton Kershaw, though? It was a vintage Clayton Kershaw performance, (laughs) in my opinion. (laughs) Vintage Kershaw. The Rockies walk out of there with an 8-5 victory, uh, despite not getting a ton out of starting pitcher Armand Marquez, uh, despite the fact that they only recorded, uh, by my count, two extra base hits in the game, but still the Colorado Rockies come out there, they scrap away, they play some great defense, they manage to keep the pressure on, and the interesting thing to me, Michaela, was that the Dodgers were sloppy and kicking the ball around in wild pitches, and the Rockies looked like the more like centered baseball team. I think the Dodgers forgot spring training's over, because <laughs> right. they looked awful. Yeah. I mean, wild pitches galore, two errors in the game that cost them two ru- a couple right. runs. It was a mess they they looked like a jv team out there it it really it it surprised me i mean the Corey seager one the ball's right at him that's not a difficult play to make two wild pitches that led to runs uh immediately you know those are the kinds of things we're used to seeing the rockies do yeah in these types of games right but that the rockies were just totally calm and cool and collected you've got guys like rymel tapia putting together nice at bats taking the ball the other way getting his rbis where he needs to not you know coming out of his shoes and, and striking out in those big moments against clayton kershaw while these guys are max muncie and, and Corey seager or, or and, and cody bellinger don't know where they're supposed to be right. on the bases i mean i the whole time that was going down i was like what what just happened? Like, where, who, where is that going? <laughs> so we'll, we'll have to get Patrick's thoughts on this once he's uh, able to join us as well. But let's actually start with that. I, I want to talk about, you know, the stuff that Chris Owings did and the end of the game with Daniel Bard and hanging Oof, on. Gotta but make it interesting. Let's talk about the very first run of the 2021 season scored at Coors Field. Um, what? Yeah, I, I couldn't even tell you, honestly. I was watching that and I was like, wait. What is going on? <laughs> I have never. Uh, I, I've watched a lot of baseball in my time on this planet. A lot of different leagues. I have. I've seen guys get called out because runners crossed up on the base paths right. before. Right? right. We know you can't do that. It's an automatic out. And I've seen the ball go into a player's glove, come out, and go over the wall, and be called a home run. Right. So when and and they're live. To everybody, it looked like Rymal Tapia had caught the baseball. So I understand what Max Muncy is doing by turning around and running back toward first base, but that it popped out of his glove, went over the wall. Yeah. And if he just hadn't done that, it would have been two run homer. Right. But they cross up and it goes out, and Bellinger is out on a single, but he gets an RBI because Muncy scored. I, we were all reaching for the rule book on this one. <laughs> like, yeah. I. Like I said, I watched it and then I rewatched it and I was like, I'm how did that how did they figure that out? Like how did that happen? I st- I really just I don't understand what happened. Like it <laughs> I, I I'm still not sure I, I've ever seen anything like that. I've I've seen games ended because the sprinkler system came on. I've I've seen a lot of weird stuff in Absolutely. baseball games. But that was that was a first for me, a run taken off the board. 
uh, because they they crossed up on the base pads and didn't yep. know what they were doing. And it was a first for me too. I <laughs> and and it, uh, the odd thing was, you know, that that ended up being arguably kind of costly. You know, they yeah. they could have had a much bigger inning there and. Like, all right, <laughs> the Rockies will take it. That's not going to be a normal occurrence. I mean, but. I'm not going to complain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let's go ahead and do go to the end of the game. Uh, Mac, you're, you, you know, we're watching some of these other relievers. You know, you, you hold your breath when, when Chi-Chi goes out there for a second inning. You know, we can talk about that in a minute. Tyler Kinley's had his issues. But you get to Daniel Bard and you go, okay, this should maybe be the the calmest part of the game, right? But right. didn't quite go that way. Well, take us through the ninth inning yeah i mean leave it to the rockies to make a game that i was feeling pretty good and feel not so good anymore (laughs) they they had me feeling pretty nervous i mean you know those first two batters that bard faced i was (laughs) i was like oh boy everyone put your seatbelts on this is gonna get a little bit bumpy um but then you know finally he kind of settled down and started locating those pitches i mean he was tossing gas like he was throwing some fast fastballs yeah. out there and so you know I think finally um, after he struck out Smith is when he kind of settled down and was like okay like I can do this I can I can I can get these guys out but <laughs> the first two batters I was like oh man oh, my man. stomach dropped the he I was nervous I don't know about anyone else but it was not a good feeling <laughs> yeah Oh, a winner, a winner's, it's a winner's lounge. <laughs> there might not be a ton of them this year, so we'll have to take advantage. But no, I agree, man. Like he comes out, he's throwing 98, 99. So you're like, hey, all right, Daniel Bard doing the thing. But the location wasn't there. He hung a couple of sliders. Um, you know, Muncie gets him for a triple and you're like, hey, boy. But the, the, the one shot for me was, you know, Mookie Betts there in the on-deck circle he comes up with the bases loaded and you go this is not the situation you want to be in uh coming into the inning up by a couple of runs and now you're looking at the go-ahead run at the plate in the form of arguably the best player certainly the defending best player in the national league absolutely and it's like there was a part of me that thought this this isn't going to happen bardo's going to leave one right over the middle of the plate Betts is going to take him deep and at the end of this ninth inning, the Dodgers are going to be ahead. Yeah, when when Mookie stepped up, up to the plate, I was watching the rest of the game like this, just with <laughs> yeah, as as scared as I could be because I honestly, you know, I I want to give the Rockies credit, but I, you know, I was really worried there for a second. It didn't look like it was going to end in their favor, and it was really disappointing because the game had gone so well up until that point, and I was like, please just don't let it come down to this like final at bat. It was just yeah, right. Yes, yes, I will, I will. I'll leave that to Drew. <laughs> uh, I, For people who don't know, Rocky is Serbian. Oh, do we have, is that the same stuff? It's Serbian. Do we have Swedish fish? Guys, I can't, I, I can't do that. Oh, it's not the same. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. Well, the Avs got well, when the Rockies win eight in a row, maybe we can get some Swedish fish for our shots. But until then, <laughs> Max going, she's like, let's just take this one, dude. Is this like an initiation process? Like, do I have to do this? <laughs> I mean, it is a uh, winner's lounge tradition. Yeah. I mean. I, I will say I was, uh, yeah, where was this comment from uh, Caitlin? Said, Missing the all too familiar uncertainty there was even a part of me that as that ninth inning yeah. was unfolding was like i even missed this me too 
<laughs> I missed all of it. You know, the highs, the lows, everything in between. I just miss baseball. I'm so happy it's back. I'll take what I can get at this point, honestly. Right. <laughs> just... We do oh, have a no. super chat. We're gonna have to get Adam back here to to pour oh, shots no. and say, Ali will be on on top of it. So I'll I'll take care of that. Matt can do what she wants. <laughs> we don't do peer pressure here, but we do have fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it for the fans. It's my first pod. Why not? Right. So uh, before Patrick hops on with us here in a bit, uh, I did want to get your take on. Like you were saying, the game had been going so well. What? what how were you feeling throughout the game? You know, there's going to be those early jitters. Dodgers got a lot of base runners those first couple yeah. innings. There were some double plays. Marquez had to work out of some stuff. But that the game was close yeah. and the Rockies were holding their own. And it, that had to have felt like, oh, man, maybe maybe this, this little offense here can... Yeah. You know. The Rockies very much feel like the little engine that could today. There it is. And yes. And so, yes. you know, it's it's hard not to love the little engine that could. But, I mean, I will say I was a little bit disappointed with um, Marquez's start. You know, he walked a lot of batters. And he gave the Dodgers a lot of scoring chances. And thankfully, the Dodgers weren't able to capitalize. Oh, God. <laughs> also, check out Allie's jacket. Wait, that's, give me the other one, Allie. The Allie's, I think the other one's smaller. <laughs> she goes, that's it. You're not taking that 100 mile an hour Daniel Bard fastball. She wants the 98 mile an hour Daniel Bard fastball. Oh God. That jacket is amazing. Shout out to Ryan Small. I hope you guys know how much I love you for doing this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So, yeah, uh, Marquez really didn't have the best command early on, really struggling with it. I did think he was getting squeezed a bit, but also he just. He wasn't his best self, and he had to battle out there. Yeah. I mean, he. I think he really needs to kind of settle down and work on locating those pitches a little bit better. Um, he only had two strikes the whole time he was out there, which is, I think, unusual for him. Like, you're very much used to seeing, you know, Marquez strike some batters out. And yeah. only getting two strikeouts while he was out there for four innings yeah. was, like, really unusual. I mean, I think um, I wrote it down. He threw 92 pitches, and only 44 of them were strikes. So. That's, that's a t- Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. It's not ratio. a great outing. Um, I will say I, I had said in some of our, you know, offseason podcasts that I thought there was a decent chance Marquez was going to be rough coming into the year. I think he'll work it out. And to be able to not get pummeled by the Dodgers when you don't have your best stuff is still the mark of a, of a pretty good pitcher. Yeah. Absolutely. But I agree with you. It's disappointing. I was on bets earlier today, uh, you know, taking all the DraftKings sportsbook stuff. And I, and I had the over on him getting five or six and a half strikeouts because he just yep. almost always yeah. gets those numbers. But I mean, Kershaw and him both, they're both strikeout pitchers. And I mean, the same issue with Kershaw. He barely right. struck anyone out either. It was a very weird performance from both starting pitchers today yeah it felt like you know normally at this time pitching is ahead of hitting but in major league baseball right now it just feels like pitch uh, hitting in general is is a little bit ahead of where the pitchers are at yeah um all right are you ready for this oh no i don't think i'll ever be ready wait can i get a chaser (laughs) 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 i'm scared ryan okay wait i have my water bottle all right you got, you got your water. Is Avalanche from Breck Brew a chaser? I think oh. so. All I'm right. Not, I'm not in college anymore. I don't know if I can do that. I know, right? Same. I'll be on the floor by I'll the feel it this. tomorrow. Oh, All right. God. Okay. <laughs> to an opening day win. Yay. Oh, that wasn't so bad. Oh, I thought maybe. Oh, awful. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, it lingers though, doesn't it? It It burns. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I went to Arizona State. I didn't think it'd be that bad, but it's really bad. (laughs) Oh, man. That's hilarious. Well, thank you, Josh, for the super chat. We appreciate it. Uh, 
<laughs> Ooh, yeah, yeah. It's it's got oh, a lingering. I gotta collect effect. myself after that one. <laughs> That's fantastic stuff. I am going to wash it down with a little bit of this Avalanche Amber Ale from Breckenridge Brew. You know, it's damn good beer. You know, they got damn good Celsius. You can find either one of them in 15 can sampler packs. So you can find out what works best for you. Get it at a local King Supers or down at your local liquor store. Maybe head on down here to the DNVR bar and get one in a large draft. But if you want the biggest draft you can get, you got to be a DNVR member. And now is the time. Get hyped. It's opening day. Your Colorado Rockies beat the Los Angeles Dodgers. And if you subscribe to a year of DNVR right now, we'll hook you up with a free shirt. We'll hook you up with discounts constantly on masks and hats and shirts. And you get a bigger beer when you come down to the DNVR bar. You get to hang out with us in our private Discord channel where we're talking baseball 24-7, plus all the other sports, plus whatever you're watching on TV, movies, whatever. The best thing, though, is that for the next 300 people that do sign up for the annual, we'll hook you up with a free holistic stick from our friends at Holistic Wellness. That's H-O-L-I-S-T-I-K holisticwellness.com check out all of the fantastic reviews you'll find there it's a little 10 milligram thing a cbd for real oh no this one's for restoration i've got a relaxation ones as well they've got all kinds of fantastic stuff for you there you can also use the promo code dnvr30 to get 30 percent off but again becoming a member of the dnvr family is an absolute must at this time of year the nugs and abs are about to go on ridiculous stretches the rockies are going to be more fun to watch than the vast majority of people out there think they're going to be now's the time to get in don't miss out get your free shirt all your discounts, all your swag, and become a member of the family here at DNVR. All right. Love that. Come join us. Come join the fam. We're yeah. a fun family. We're yeah. dysfunctional, but we're fun. Yeah, that's right. We are a fun, dysfunctional family. So, um, all right. Can we talk about Chris Owings? Let's, I'm dying. Let's talk about Chris Owings. I put it off as long as I can. Do we have the... <laughs> I was working... I was going to say, I was making sure that Allie was ready to go. Our draft king... Of the game, your dude. You didn't actually My take dude. him in your dude he draft. Was an honorable he, mention. I feel he like he should still get mention. to be on your team. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Look, Chris Owings, three for three, a triple, two singles, two stolen bases. It's the first time in Colorado Rockies history a batter has stolen two bases in an opening day game. Let's go. Let's, Let's the, go, the Chris man. Owings. Uh, not only that. Right. So he got the first he got the offense going with that triple right. uh, early on. I believe yep. it was third inning. And he got a go ahead RBI after the Dodgers had come back to tie it at four four. He put them back on top at five four uh, after the Chi Chi Gonzalez situation. Yep. <laughs> and so and Chris Owings made the defensive play of the game in this one as well. He was the oh. offensive player of the game. That double play that on double the dive. Play. I know, oh. you know, he can pick it, but oh. that was special. See, I've always thought of Chris Owings as a defensive player, getting to watch him play in Arizona. But tonight he was offensive too. I was so happy with his offensive production. I, this should be Chris Owings Rockies win. (laughs) (laughs) The official welcome into the DNVR Chris Owings post game report. Uh, No, he was, he was fantastic. Like you mentioned the two stolen bases. I think he's underrated as an athlete. Absolutely. He's got above average speed. It's part of the reason why the Rockies are interested in having him out there in center field and tip of the cap. Uh, you know, honorable draft king of the game goes to Bud Black here because, you know, it's it's an honor. I knew baseball season was back when the lineup came out and Rocky's Twitter was some, pissed. You were and giving him some flack for not putting on, McMahon in. That's right. On the drive over to the thing, I was saying, because this is a season where we want to see what the young guys can do, right? And Chris right. Owings at 30 years old is a veteran who <laughs> it seems like we know what he can accomplish. 
And this feels like it was managed like a game the Rockies are expecting to win 88 games this year. And then playing Owings, the righty against the lefty, Kershaw. It was the right move to try to win the ball game. Right. Is 100%. it the right move? And obviously it worked out. Yes. <laughs> uh, you know, is it the right move in the long term? Should we see more Rymack or younger guys? It's still going to be an interesting question. But you can't, you absolutely cannot question the manager for putting a guy in the lineup when he goes three for three, steals a couple of bases, and is the difference in the game. Nope. Chris Owings 100% earned his spot in the lineup tonight. And you, you know I me, mean? I get it. Like when you have... Someone like Ryan Mack, you want to kind of avoid those lefty-on-lefty matchups as much as you can, um, especially if they struggle against lefty pitchers, which Ryan Mack has in the past. So, um, you know, I was happy to see Chris (laughs) Owings in the lineup today. Thankfully, he proved me right. Everybody knows he's my guy, so we're going with Chris Owings from here on out. I'm rocking with him. Love it. Let's Let's get our guy Patrick Lyons in and get the report from inside the Colorado Rockies clubhouse. Good Patrick. game today, 8-5 victory. Can't go wrong with that. How about that? Ooh, opening day victory. It was great, buddy. Uh, immediately opened up talking about Chris Owings and, and what he was able to provide today. You know, a career shortstop uh, uh, up until a couple of years ago. Crazy athletic. Still on the younger side. Yeah, not one of the true young, inexperienced guys we think of as a future piece to the team. But he was fantastic. Proved his manager right. Going three for three was was absolutely perfect. Um, and as Buddy called him, you know, the winning type of player, did it, did it all, even recorded the final out, even got the line drive for Mookie Betts. Sure so that's right. probably one of the best opening day performances, you know, you can really have outside of Tuffy Rhodes hitting three home runs. <laughs> <in opening day. laughs> which, but we've already broken that down. Haven't we? Tuffy Rhodes and, and uh, Aaron Miles. Other than that, though, no, it. I mean, it, it really was, Patrick. What what was the sense of, of the offense? I mean, putting six runs on Kershaw. Not getting any, you know, too many extra base hits, but everybody kind of contributing, scrapping away, putting those at bats together. A guy like Garrett Hampson bringing in a run with a with a bunt, stuff like that. How how did Buddy seem about the way the offense performed today? Well, I think everyone except Blackman uh, in the starting lineup was able to get a hit, so it definitely was this team effort, a, a Coors Field grinder, as he called it, uh, and and was quick to praise, you know, Tapia because he's. Mm. Um, you know, he didn't use the term pull happy, but he had just been, he's been pulling the ball a lot more. I think finding that power stroke and, you know, we saw it twice once when uh, he put, he, he had a ground out to second base to score a run. Right. Uh, and then he was able to go the other way in the sixth inning to put them ahead six, four. Uh, and really that was, that was the tone of the entire game is just putting the ball in play. I think through the uh, close to six innings that Kershaw pitched, he only had two strikeouts. So it was really all about putting the ball in play. Even the triple that Owings had had about a 2% likelihood <laughs> of being a hit. It was just kind of where uh, Betts was playing. He couldn't get back on the ball. Should have been an out, as it, as it were. It, it was a triple. That's what happens when you put the ball in play, when you don't strike out. We saw that far too often in 2020. And the fact that the Rockies didn't do that quite as much really was a major difference in this game at various points. A hundred percent. One of the guys who did that incredibly well today is, and I hate to admit it, but your dudes had a great day. Chris Owings, great day. Your dude, Josh Fuentes, put the ball in play. Talk about hitting it where they ain't. That first RBI that he had early on, I believe it was in the third inning, they had shifted him over there. He still managed to hit it between, I believe, five infielders were diving for that baseball. Uh, But how about you do Josh Fuentes today? Yeah, he did the same thing. Uh, I think that was in, in the sixth where ground ball that Corey Seager should have you know, played rather easily, but he aired on it, and the run scored. 
And that was, you know, that was a, a key difference throughout all of it. Even as you said, with Garrett Hampson laying down a sacrifice bunt, that's fantastic. Chichi Gonzalez was later left in the game. Who came yes, in, he, laid yep. down a, a fantastic sacrifice bunt that moved the runners over. And it was just like all of those little things added up to be a really big deal. And that's one of the things Buddy said is that the team needs to continue to keep grinding and tack on those runs because at Coors Field we know it can start to add up real quickly. And we, you know, we saw it in the ninth. Not so much because of the the large expanse of Coors Field. It wasn't a bunch of you know singles that were getting dunked in and things of that nature. But nevertheless, man, it's 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 like playing a game of, of pinball when it comes to Coors Field. And we saw that today. And the Rockies were the better of those two two teams by a significant amount. Pinball wizards, you could say. <laughs> just just checking. She wouldn't. I was gonna say. I just <laughs> I just looked over. Like, you guys gotta no, stop no. making references. I don't understand. Like we we gotta make these Kale, things more Kale current. Knows that one because there's a whole Broadway Tommy. The, yeah wizard, right. The, the who? who? You know who the who? Are. You've heard of the who? Okay. <laughs> have you talked about the have you talked about the four bass single? What are they sing? You gotta give me songs, down. okay you guys? What do they sing? Uh, yeah, Pinball Wizard was one of the big ones, I will say. I'm twenty-four. Uh, what do you want from me? Baba O'Reilly. Ali's <laughs> twenty-six. Oh that's what happens at, at age. What's 25 can I, can I get, get a song? Can you sing me something? Baba a couple bars? The opening to CSI. Oh, who are they? Who, 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 who are they? <laughs> there we go. She's nailing it up in here. <laughs> who are they? <laughs> who are who are they? Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> who who exactly are these Colorado Rockies? Well, one person who. Yeah. Uh, Patrick, somebody I think that we maybe expected to be pretty good today who wasn't oddly enough was Armand Marquez. We were talking about it a little bit before you came on. Uh, what did Buddy have to say about that performance? I felt like it was gutsy in some ways, but also disappointing in others. Yeah, he basically just said, you know, obviously Marquez wasn't sharp, uh, career high, six walks. Whew. So that was not good. It seemed like every runner was getting on base. Uh, seven of the nine innings, the, the leadoff hitter ended up getting on base. Dodgers left a lot of guys on base. That was uh, that, that, that was a critical piece of, yep. of what allowed the Rockets to win this ball game. But, yeah, ultimately, Buddy just, you know, he, he kind of passed the buck in a sense to say, you know, Herman will tell you why he wasn't sharp, but he really, you know, just didn't have it. And, and Chi-Chi was in there. Um, he, he battled, you know, didn't, didn't look fantastic, but – that's going to happen against that Dodgers lineup. And it, it was still good enough of a performance where Chi Chi's going to get a start uh, next week at some point when uh, it comes around to the point where you're going to need a fifth starter. That, that should be in San Francisco. Fair enough, though. I'd be curious about Jolie Chassin. We've barely had a chance to talk about that. I, uh, but was he asked? Because, I mean, I guess it worked out, but the second inning for Chi Chi really could have turned into a disaster. I was a little bit surprised. Was he asked about that or... Was it sort of forgiven because, well, he, he did fine, I guess? Mac, His you... slider was, whew. Yeah. That was a beauty of a pitch. I could watch him pitch a slider all day. That the was... slider looked great. The fastball was, uh... <laughs> but. Questionable. Yeah. Yeah, no no harm, no foul there. So I, I think that's kind of the, the modus operandi where you just, you, you let that go. But again, but he did make it sound like it, Chichi will be starting next week as opposed to wow. Chassin. I think, again, um, you know, with, with Jolice just 
come to the organization uh, yesterday. You know, I, I think they got to figure out what they have in him, and it might be too much um, to put those kind of innings on him because I, I don't exactly know what he was doing in camp with the Yankees. I think they had their five guys pretty much locked up, so he may not have gotten the innings that they would have liked normally. So uh, certainly doesn't mean he's not the next one up. Should someone get hurt or should Chi-Chi falter? Because I think you know Chi-Chi does a nice job out of the bullpen. Um, a decent amount of the time, so that could be a better role for him as the long reliever. But uh, yeah, he, the second inning wasn't sharp, but he was able to get away with it, and and the Rockies responded. Three uh, the first three three innings that the Dodgers scored, Rockies came back and, and scored as well. Yeah, scoring right back has always been a big thing for me. With that momentum to see the Rockies do that today was was pretty fascinating. A, a mental part of the game, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you never want to be in a position where you just feel defeated because you're down so many runs. You feel like you have to dig your way out of a hole. Like you never want to be in that position mentally. And you know, baseball is different from other sports where it's not like a battle of scoring. It's you know a lot of the mental aspect and a lot of what the pitcher's doing. And so you don't ever really want to be in a position where you feel like it's I mean, it's going to be hard to dig yourself out of. Obviously, you know, there are comeback situations, but it's a lot better in the long run if you can kind of keep your team in the game and keep your headspace in the right place. But um, I want to mention, too, I know we talked a lot about um, the pitching, but, you know, on the other side of that, the catching, Mm. I thought Diaz did a great job today. He had a lot of, you know, spiked balls, a lot of things that he had to kind of work with that I mean was a lot to ask of him in my opinion and he did a great job keeping the ball in front of him and so I just wanted to you know give some props to the catcher because I think he did a really great job today and I didn't want to do the pod without at least giving him a, a little shout out because I, I love think it he did a I lot. might have forgotten and and yeah what did you think of that Patrick well yeah you know defense isn't necessarily his forte but again the Rockies are, are able to get a lot out of their catchers defensively, you got to think Mark Stripmatter is one of those guys that was able to do it. And yeah. if you look in comparison to what the Dodgers got out of Austin Barnes and those two wild pitches past balls that ended up producing two runs for the Rockies, again, by comparison, Elias Diaz is probably an o- overlooked piece as to why the Rockies were able to come out on top 8-5 today. Yeah. All right. Power rank for you both. Top three guys since we were just talking about it. Who you'd least like to get absolutely trucked at the plate by on the Colorado? Because that that I mean I feel for Austin Barnes, man. You're diving back to home plate. You're trying to make a play. You're trying not to give up another run on a wild pitch. And who's that barreling down like a freight train toward home plate? CJ Crone and his oh, frame. And uh, yeah, I think he might be at the top of the list. Story I don't want to get run over by either. But yeah, Jason Giambi, can we go too deep? <laughs> Are we going all time here? Giambi's probably an all timer. Seth Smith with a actually Matt Holiday. I've heard specific stories from our guy Corey Sullivan about running into Matt Holiday at full speed in the minor leagues. Bad idea. I think I think Hilliard and Blackman also too have to be up there where they they might not have the weight. You might not think of them as big guys. But a combination with their speed and be able to get low, like I, I think that could pack a big punch. But but Crone is probably the top dog on the yeah, team. Yeah, I was gonna say Crone I mean, probably really, my number one. He's a big boy. Yeah. The yeah, Barnes got hit in back to back. Like I'm, I'm actually wondering if it, it, it could have been uh, a bit of a concussion because there there was a bit of a play at the plate mm. with Owens when when uh, and he came in. Or no, it wasn't Owens. It was it was somebody else before him um, that had scored the first run. So it was like one two right one after another. So right. we hope Austin Barnes is okay, but. Man, that was uh, that was a nice little bang up that we don't get to see very often, and I think that's that's a good thing. 
Yeah, it's right. A little, a little love for the, the like pro Buster wrestling, Posey, which is the reason yeah. why we have this role in the first place. <laughs> right. We got to protect those guys at the plate. Um, a few plays at the plate today. It was, I mean, it, this game had everything. It really, it really did. It was a great baseball game, wasn't it? I thought, I mean, it literally, well, it was a great baseball game for the Rockies. The Dodgers probably don't feel that way right now, but I thought it was very much a complete game. I was impressed. You know, I think um, one of the pieces I was the most confident in going into this game was the pitching, and the pitching was kind of what let me down the most. Shaky, yeah. So, I mean, it was kind of like a role reversal type situation where I was really scared of what they were going to do offensively, but then ended up being really impressed by what they did offensively and defensively as well. And it was the pitching that I was just kind of a little bummed by, but I mean, of course, first game of the year, you got to settle in, you got to settle down. I'm sure it's not always going to look like that, but I thought it was an awesome game all around. And the best part of it all, this is on national television and the Rockies whooped the Dodgers on national TV. It's good revenge from last year or 2019. It's good revenge when A-Rod came and shot all those videos with Josh Fuentes, his cousin. And and they got whooped. And it was like by the time the fifth inning rolled around, people were, were, were changing the station. Incidentally, I heard that the broadcast on ESPN was was not very good. They, I, it was just all about the Dodgers the entire game. No surprise there. My understanding is that it was all about the Dodgers. Secondarily to that was uh, Coors Field and the altitude, which apparently is a new story no one's ever heard about oh. before. <clears throat> so they got to fulfill the people on that. Right, as well as the cousin of Josh. Fuentes, I was going to say, which... and then the third was, I'm not sure if you've heard. Oh, my God. <laughs> if, I, I, if I had a nickel for every time I had to hear who Josh Fuentes' cousin was, I would be a very rich woman. I'm... I'm with Patrick. From now on, we're talking about Josh Fuentes' cousin. I've, That's I'm, what I'm so, saying. I'm done with it. I think we need a tip jar. I think we need a jar at the studio. And anytime you say anything other than Josh Fuentes' cousin, <laughs> totally, you need to put at least a buck in. I like yeah. it better than That's he who shall it. not be named, which I referred to him was, yesterday as. So it's totally. Josh Fuentes' cousin. Yeah. There's a Voldemort thing going on there. Yeah, definitely. I, I like that. 100. I heard that team did good today, but I didn't. I didn't see. I nothing. didn't watch. I didn't, it. I didn't care. I, I was too busy watching the Rockies. <laughs> Rockies were winning. Hey, I uh, watched Quidditch. So. Yeah, and one of the things that the Rockies did today out there, they got themselves insurance runs despite the fact that they were going oh, up boy. against Kershaw and the Los Angeles Dodgers. <laughs> that was a transition. <laughs> I know a few things about insurance. I'll tell you what. I learned some things from Gabby.com slash DNVR, and that's what I, I was paying way too much for my car insurance. About 480 bucks a year, it turned out, and I can save that money. Just took me 10 minutes. Go to Gabi.com slash DNVR. Get all your letters straight. I'll do it again for you. It's Gabi.com slash DNVR, and there take you less than 10 minutes put in a couple little pieces of information. They'll give you a whole bunch of options about how you can save some money not have to spend it all on your car insurance and home insurance, or if you're like our guy, Eric Weedham, your scooter insurance, whatever it is you got going on, you got to get your insurance at the cheapest possible price. And Gabby will help you do that. No obligations. It doesn't cost you anything. They're not going to blow up your phone or email with text messages or any of that nonsense. They're just going to help you pay less money. That's it. It's as simple as that. No joke. Go check them out. It's an even better deal slightly because it's totally free than our friends at Hassle Cattle Company. The only difference there, you pay a little bit of money, but you get some of the best beef you've ever had in your entire life. I'm telling you, 0% negative reviews from our friends at Hassle Cattle Company. 0% negative reviews. Like the Colorado Rockies this season, Hassle Cattle Company is undefeated. They will bring you the absolute best in Wagyu beef. Whether you need some burger patties, you're looking for some ground beef, some ground chuck, some 
Beautiful steaks. That's right. Steaks can be beautiful. Whatever it is, it's the best beef you've ever had in your life. I promise you. Check out all the positive reviews. Check out all of our friends on Twitter saying it's some of the best meat they've ever had. It's not going to break your bank. They take care of the animal by not feeding it all those antibiotics and hormones and all that garbage. Really is the best for you. So go there. Use the promo code DNVR10 to get 10% off. If you order over 200 bucks, they'll hook you up with free shipping at Hassle Cattle Company. That's H-A- Double S E double L cattle company.com. Great job, Drew. Und- but Thank the you. difference is Rockies are tied for first place. Hassle Cattle Company oh, is. Right. Oh, I would literally just about to check the standings. I'd be like, oh, first in the West. <laughs> yeah. How, how many people thought on, on April 2nd they would be not only undefeated? Well, they were last year on April 2nd. They were also tied for first base. So really, we hey. know the Rockies are uh, early starters. Though, right? We're going we're gonna to have fun with small sample size numbers here er, early in the season for sure. Uh, and the last place Dodgers as well. I, I the, oh, the I last. love that. Can you Ooh. say that one more time? The last place Los Angeles Dodgers. Mm. Oh, That's a direct report from this. Colorado Rockies clubhouse from beat writer Patrick Lyons. You can't you can't get wrong. About, uh, before we move on from any of the other stuff, is there anything else in that that press conference that specifically you felt like we need to know about? One other thing was the play that could have been what this ah. day is most memorable for. Yes. And, and I think in a way it, it will be. Like there are those events where you say, oh, the such and such game and no one remembers who won or who lost. And for good reason this will probably be remembered as the cody bellinger four base single game um to which bud black just said yeah i've never seen anything like he that. hadn't seen it okay i was saying i'd no, never I seen it but i'm you know 34 i've been watching a lot of baseball patrick you've been watching a lot of baseball but between the three of us here and bud black that's about 170 years of baseball watching experience and and about 30 years of major league playing and coaching experience between the four of us <laughs> as well. That's Don't right, forget combined. that. Yeah, uh, but, so, but he, he told his players, and, and they know, like, be ready. Rule number one, be ready for anything. Be, and you absolutely had to be. And, and in a way, you know, that could have been the, uh, the game changer, right? That could yeah. have been the turning point of the game if that's a home run. Instead, it's this weird thing of like, all right, it was only one run. We don't know what happened. And before you know it, the Rockies are, are up 2-1. Uh, by the bottom of the third and it's kind of a again no harm no foul they, they got away with one and and Tapia isn't remembered for oh he should have caught it and he came out of his mitt it was just such a weird play that again no harm no foul Rockies win 8-5 Dodgers in last place I don't think I stopped laughing until midway through the next inning I just day one and we've been so without baseball and and, and when you close your eyes and you, and you think of the things and you know we did the video earlier today thank you everyone for the nice comments and you're really romantic about the ball hit deep no home runs today you know or the ball in the gap or or whatever it is and and you forget that sometimes one of the things that makes baseball baseball is this stuff where you're excuse me where you're just like what in the world okay so that could have been a two-run home run it should have probably been a two-run home run or an out. Those were the two most likely things that either right. Yeah. Tapia hangs on to yeah. that ball, and that it was a one-run single and an out. Patrick, I, I want to tell my kids about this. <laughs> no, I. For those of you who don't know, I keep score while I watch the game. And with when a that, pen. With a pen. Yeah, and I get called out for that. Tell everybody. So tell everybody. So Cody Bellinger, who hit one over the fence, but only got a single. Who gets credit? 
for that out that nobody got out. Oh, I know this. You, you know this? I'll tell you at the you end know? of the thing, but sh share your thing, and then I've got a story for everybody. I literally was just going to say, when that happened, like, I was looking at my scorecard for a good 10 minutes, like, uh, what, uh, <laughs> what do I do with that? Uh, and I literally just, it looks like an ink blot because I had no idea. So I, yeah, I just wanted to comment on the fact that I had no idea what I was, what was happening. So as Patrick and Michaela are well aware, when there's a play where there's a little bit of a question and there needs to be a ruling by the official scorer, the, the official scorer will come over the, the announce the PA system just in the press box. For, for people in the press, and they will tell us, oh, that was an error, or you give the guy a double, but he moved over to third on a on the throw or whatever. They'll they'll tell us how to score it. Yeah. And the guy comes on, and the first thing we hear is, uh... <laughs> <laughs> so, and actually, Patrick, the answer to your question is this, and I have no idea why. The out, the put out on the play went to the second baseman. Chris Owings, our draft king of the game, Gets the. I, That's I when have, we should have known. That's when we should have known that he was going to be the player of the game for a ball hit 388 feet. He's standing on second base, but yet he gets credit for the put out. That's when we should have known. Uh, right. Listen, who needs Josh Fuentes' cousin when you have Chris Owens? Okay. <laughs> Let's go. That yeah, that that to me when they said the second baseman gets the out, I guess because he was the person closest to Bellinger when they when they crossed up. It passed. Yeah. And I had thought that because the ball was gone, at that point, it should be a dead ball. Yeah. Right. And I, I'm still not exactly sure, but I guess even if that's true, perhaps they did pass each other before, you know, it officially had gone over the fence. And so, you know, that's why. But even still, if it's a dead <laughs> ball, if you, who knows? if you pass a guy while running the bases, even on a home run, I, I guess you, you could wipe that away. Yeah. Because again, on a home run, if you, if you miss home plate, on a home run, you could still be called out. So right. uh, that's, that was a very strange one that, again, Bud Black, after seeing thousands of games, had never seen that before. And again, on opening day, wow. Somebody, I want to see if I can find this. Somebody sent me uh, a story about how in high school they had played a game and somebody hit what should have been a walk-off grand slam, but then whoever was the lead runner at third base stopped before touching home plate and high-fived each one of the guys as they came in. And everybody was out, and the Grand Slam didn't count, and they didn't win. Everyone was out. The yeah. game was over. And Nightmare I felt fuel. sick to my stomach. Yeah. I was just like, oh, no. Well, I hope Belly How did like an any idiot. of those runners no not notice that? Right. Or the I don't, I don't know. All he had to do was that step on. He sent me video proof absurd. too, so yeah. I'll, I'll find it. It's it, yeah. There was a, there That's was absurd. it like made the news and stuff. So, uh, Patrick, I do want to get your thoughts on uh, a couple of other things here, particularly the very end of the game. I've of course got to remind all of our friends though that it's uh, if you need something checked out, get on Zoom Care. You don't want to go down and sit and wait in the doctor's office. Everybody hates waiting in the doctor's office. You got to go to Zoom Care, get it all taken care of digitally. That's how we do things these days. We're living in the 2021 era. Yeah, that's what we're going to call it. You don't want to be sitting. Look, I didn't like sitting in the doctor's office before. You want to do it digitally. You check them out at zoomcare.com. That's Z-O-O-M-C-A-R-E.com. Schedule an appointment today. They're covered by uh, most insurances. You got to do a copay uh, per, uh, usually, but it's a fantastic situation, especially for people like me. They can get anxious about going down to the doctor. Check them out at zoomcare.com.
And where's our last one? I was like, I, I've, I've misplaced them. Oh, we got DraftKings. We know all about DraftKings. If you were following my advice about the Rockies winning today's baseball game, you might have made yourself a little bit of money. Not so much about the Herman Marquez strikeout thing or the early under. But also, still. if you had number 11 UCLA over Michigan, thank you. You won some money there. That's right. We're making you money, basically making you money all the time here on the DNVR Rockies podcast. You got to check out our DNVR Bets program. They're making you money regularly. But whether you're in it to make money or you're just in it to have a little more skin in the game and watch your uh, make your uh, sports watching experience that much more fun, really, it, it's an absolute blast just to think about it, talk about it in all these different terms. As our guy RK was saying earlier today, you know, one of the fun things about the Rockies, you know, taking the over on their 63 and a half wins. So they win one today and he goes, all right, baby, 63 to go, you know, and now you've got something because, you, you know, they're probably not going to make the postseason. It is whatever. But you hop on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. You can bet on them to do things from game to game and the Rockies can still win for you. It can fatten your wallet. So, uh, for right now, they still got that basketball tournament going on. You may have heard about it before. You can turn $1 into $100 when you use promo code DNVR to sign up and just pick up a college basketball team that ends up winning a college basketball game. Seems easy enough, though it's getting down to the nitty-gritty at this point. That's code DNVR to turn $1 into $100 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Zero. My favorite thing about DraftKings Sportsbook is that even though the baseball season is so gosh darn long, you can make one of those long full season bets and they'll come back at you with a buyout and say, you know what, you don't actually have to wait for Mike Trout to hit those 41.5 home runs or yeah. whatever it may be. You're going to cash out a little bit early, so you don't have to wait six months to make your money on the baseball season. All right, I know it's a baseball show, but they're offering people buyouts on Nikola Jokic right now for that MVP. I know a lot of our listeners, that was your pick of the week a while back. I know a lot of DNVR folks have got Jokic for MVP. Are you taking that buyout or are you hanging on? No, you got to hang on. What, hang on. No, oh, yeah, you, you, on. you hold on to that because hold it, on it's, it's, it's the more night. about the pride. Like even the money is nice. But like just to know that you, know. you had that at the end, even if it doesn't come to fruition, hold it out. And it looks good right now, too, to begin with. So you're going to get paid. It, and they went for the buyout before Jokic was MVP favorite. Now they're regretting it. Duh, that's a bad decision Do we know anybody making. like that? Hmm. Yep. Andre? Andre. <laughs> Uh, Patrick did want to ask you, Michaela and I were talking just before you came on about Daniel Bard, the ninth inning, uh, that whole situation, uh, where were you at during that? Was there a part of you thinking, oh man, this, this is going to get away from the one part of the team that's supposed to be there. Or did you think I has got this the whole way? I just, I wasn't ready for anything. It was one <laughs> of those. Cause I had the recap right? and I wasn't even thinking like, oh man, if he blows this, how would I have to rewrite this, et cetera, et cetera. You know, the, the, the whole context of everything and um, you know, the narrative of, of what opening day meant this year. I was like, I, I wasn't ready for this. The bases are loaded. Uh, winning run is at the plate. Mookie Betts is at the plate. Oh no. Uh, oh, okay. Third out. Here we go. Yeah. All right. Let's wait for Bud Black to talk about uh, going one and oh. So I, I almost didn't have enough time. I, I just tried to, to block it out a little bit. You know, Bard, I think, likes living on the, on the high <laughs> wire a little bit. It's going to happen. Again, the Dodgers are that good of a team. But um, ultimately, 
no harm, no foul. I think that's that's the motto of the day, right? They, they right. came away with the victory. My my question, I guess, to you guys is: Do you like the order of the setup? Because we were hoping it was going to be Scott Oberg in the eighth. Seemed like a lock, and then you can mix and match in the seventh inning with whoever you want. Instead, it was Almonte in the seventh, Kinley in the eighth. He did give up a run. You good with that? Yeah, Mac. What do you think of that lineup? Yeah, I I definitely love, and I wouldn't switch Almonte. Almonte out of the setup spot. I think he's perfect right there. And I think he's so far between last season and then obviously today proven himself to be that perfect setup guy. Um, <laughs> I don't know about Kinley. Um, <laughs> a little wild. How about his mustache, though? The mu- it is a sweet <laughs> mustache. He's got, yeah. It's a 10 out of 10 mustache. Uh, I mean, oh, yeah. it's not that great. Mustache. But I, I mean, I'm, I'm still sticking with Bard. Like, he's my guy. Um, besides Chris Owing, he's my other guy. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I love Almonte in that setup spot. I don't know how I feel about Kinley. I think maybe uh, might need some more time to maybe figure that out. I'm not sure. I don't know who else you would You still have Stevenson with. and Givens. I mean, that's yeah, the other yeah. thing is that we could see those two as a tandem. It's just interesting that, uh, Buddy went with the guys that he knew best, right? They, they were with the team the longest. Almonte, of course, came up in, in, uh, 2019. Actually, I think he came up in 2018. Um, and, and Kinley was there at the beginning of last season. So those guys were around, trusted them a little bit more. So goes with them, but you could see a, a whole line change and it yeah. could be Stevenson and Givens on another night. Right. Yeah. I, I was wondering if we were going to see Givens. I know he had a bad spring. Uh, Carlos Estevez, we know he had a bad spring. Iro Diaz is no longer, you know, with the, the major league for team the time right now. Being. Yeah. For the time being. Yeah. I'm with you. I think there's a chance he comes back. back. That was a little bit surprising, though, after and we don't have time to get into this, but all the offseason stuff and then picking him up for like the one point two million and cutting David Dahl and all the things that they did to make sure he could stay. And now he's just gone in favor of Chassin. But whatever. I'm with you. I think he'll be back. Um, I I was a little surprised that, yeah, it was Kinley in the eighth. Um, I'm with Mac. I feel much more comfortable with Yancy Almonte right now, though. I, I like what Kinley's got. You just know that. He's going to have his bad days and yeah. and he's going to have that bad location at and it could, times. He could have been nervous. Like opening day is a big day. Like it's their, it was their first game with fans in over a year. Yeah. So, you know, there could have been a lot of nerves days. playing into yeah. that, which makes sense. It was the first game of the year. So I'm not out on him by any means. I'm not, the ship hasn't sailed, but if I pick, if I have someone to pick in the bullpen that I trust right now, it's Almonte by far. Yeah. And you know what? Some of it could just be due to the matchups. Like, yeah, Almonte got slightly more favorable. He had Taylor, Lux, and Barnes at the bottom of the lineup. Well, that lineup got turned over, and so that meant Kinley was against the top of the lineup with Betts, Seager, Turner, and that's where they ended up getting the run. So I think even if you were to flip it, you could have seen Almonte giving up a run there and Kinley having to score the seventh. So sure, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I think in general, the thing that surprised me the most was two innings for Chi-Chi, game one of the year, yeah. where you're like, you you could go to anybody. Like, yeah. why why not hand the ball to Givens or or Stevenson or, or somebody there and see what they've got? Was it a confidence booster thing where they were like, hey, we're trusting you. Here's the ball. Go do your thing. Especially because he got in that bat in the middle, right? And Patrick yeah. talked about it. He got, he got his bunt down, but like... I that- did think that was almost a little bit strange, to be yeah. honest. But I think, Michaela, you kind of hit the nail on the head that it was... Uh, more confidence in Chi-Chi to go two innings than for someone else to be able to go an inning. 
right? Or or have someone you know start the fifth inning and then Chi-Chi throws two innings, which is very abnormal. You you don't yeah. see anything like that. So well, and I know uh, it's it might be too early to tell, but I was wondering too. You know, the decision to leave Chi-Chi in for two innings, how much that is going to play, or how much that decision played into considering like their rotation management? Because I mean, they're technically down a rotation pitcher. So, you know, if they, I don't, obviously, I don't think they're going to go with a four man rotation. Obviously, they brought in someone so that they could have a fifth option. But, you know, if you're trying to preserve the arms of your rotation and you let, you know, your bullpen go a little bit longer, maybe that has, I don't know. Obviously, I'm not Bud Black, so I don't know what the decision is. That is an interesting element is that you're trying to, I mean, Marquez's pitch count was up really high. And again, you want that nice day. Um, It's not one where you have to worry about wearing long sleeves, which we know has. Uh, been a storyline for him and Marquez in the past, but right. um, goes four innings. And with Monday being an off day, you know, Marquez should be fresh to go on Tuesday. And then you'll see a fifth starter um, on, on Saturday in, in, yeah. in San Francisco. So, but you're right. I, I think that was, that's, that's an interesting storyline. We'll see. And, and hopefully you get some length out of Senzatella tomorrow against Trevor Bauer. Um, then, is it Gomber on Saturday? They're going to go Gray no, John and then Gray. Gomber. Yeah. yeah. Then Gomber, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Gomber. it's if you get some length out of those guys, and then it, it really is, it's it's almost like you're getting away with something when Chichi Gonzalez gets out there, finishes a couple of innings, and you're not down by the end of it, right? It, it's, it's, it's easy to critique, and I will say, when they had runners at second and third, nobody out. Right. The Rockies had, like, just tied the game. And I thought this thing's getting away. I, I, I told Michaela there were two points where I thought the Rockies are going to lose this game. Uh, and Bellinger Muncy back to back against Chichi Gonzalez there. I thought with with two guys on, I thought three run Jack is coming for sure. Yeah. Uh, and he got Bellinger. I do think Muncy drove in a run on him uh, with a single to right there. But Blackman threw out the guy at third. Another interesting decision. The Blackman went to third with that. I felt like he had about an equal shot at both of the guys. He saw something I didn't. He knew he could nail the runner at third trail runner the run scored there so you take it um but yeah beyond that i just go yeah who had the dodgers hitting zero home runs yeah i mean despite one going over the fence but zero <laughs> home runs technical that, that one's gonna get lost to history don't worry about it zero <laughs> yeah. long it's a balls. single baby <laughs> kershaw giving up six runs six five earned marquez giving up six walks and I mean, again, and Chris Owings kind of yeah. stealing the show in, in every shape or form. It, it's why you go to the ballpark every day because you're going to see something new you haven't seen. It's it's just a great game. It's the best. Yeah. Isn't it? Isn't it the best? Baseball's oh, awesome. Baseball's back, you guys. I'm uh, so happy. What would have been the takes from people that you've heard of that have gone to the game? Anything that they've learned or they're just a general experience? They're just happy to be back in the ballpark? It, it seems like that's mainly been the pictures that I've seen is just people just glad to be there to be outside it was a beautiful day i mean oh, yeah even if it wasn't you know you could have one of those days where the sun's out for a little bit but shoot it was it was fantastic ali you you you've got your finger on the pulse don't you um i will be there tomorrow so i'll let you know <laughs> have that report yeah i mean a gorgeous day out the oh, energy beautiful. was just yeah I, I mean i think i've said this before like baseball is America's pastime. And when you go through something that we all have collectively gone through this past year and a half now, you kind of need that. Like, I I think it provides a a very much of relief that we've all needed desperately. And, you know, the weather was beautiful. We were out there together in masks. I think it was just very much a breath of fresh air. Like we're all finally coming up for air in a time that was all very like difficult for all of us. Um, So, you know, 
I, I was excited today for the game. I'm going to be continue to be excited for the Rockies and for baseball all season long. I know there's some unhappy people out there still, but I just don't think you can be that way during this time right now because today was so great. It really was just that breath of fresh air that we've all been really needing after such a long, long, crazy period of time. Right. I, I never thought I would miss some of the just random things, you know, like the video packages they play between innings of ball players falling on their face or running into the fence or getting hit in the nuts. And you're just like, hope that guy was manscaped, but also <laughs> just listen to the whole crowd go, Ooh, Oh, ah, in between innings. It's just like, Oh yeah. man. When Charlie stepped up to the plate for the first time and we got the oh, tonight, I uh, shed a tear, right? like a full one, tear, one single tear. Out. And you got to hear it an extra time because story got picked off in the first. Oh, right. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I was like, okay, bonus. A little bit of a remix there. We'll take it. That was nice of Story to, to hook us up like that. That was, that was appreciated. It's very considerate. Um, but yeah, I mean, all of it. Even there was like one guy behind home plate who was trying to start the wave when Chi-Chi was out there trying to get out of his mess. And even that, like I couldn't even... I like hate I, the wave. I, I know. I, I hate the wave. But today I, I was like, woo! Just, just woo away, fella. Day for a wave. Do I the was wave. pro wave today. Do the thing. I was actually shocked. This is going to be a random observation, but by how many people, 20,570, I think that's what they announced looked like. Like it looked, it yes. looked more packed than I was expecting it to. And yeah. It, yeah. it's amazing I think to because me. Because there weren't we've... any sections that were empty. I think that was yeah. why. So it yeah. like just spread it out. Um, my, my wife noticed that where she thought that I was like, hey, wow, it does not look like essentially like 40%, right? It looked at. 50% if you're looking close, but it seemed like there was a lot of people there. Yeah. And, and it felt like that, you know, and it, and it, for the big moments and, and obviously you've got an opening day crowd. So their energy is going to, it was 20,000 who felt like 40,000 because the energy was just so popping, hanging on to every pitch, every play and uh, for better or for worse, you know, a lot of Dodgers fans there. And so even when the Dodgers were doing stuff, there, there was a lot of like that back and forth noise of the balls hitting the air and everybody goes, ah, ah, oh, when it falls or, you know. Man, it, Michaela, are you okay? You look like something was happening to your, <laughs> one of your eyes. When Drew was talking I, about I think Dodgers I was telling fans, Mr. Drew so. when we walked in the ballpark, if I never have to see Dodger blue again, <laughs> it'll be too soon. I'm over it already. And yeah. The season just started. Say maybe 30, 35% Dodgers fans today. Really? Yeah. They went home sad, 30, though. So. 30 out of the 100% of the 42%. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> of the people that were allowed in the building. Yeah. Uh, but, hey, they went home sad. Colorado Rockies fans went home happy. They scored eight runs. This is supposed to be the worst offense in all of baseball. They went out there against Clayton Kershaw, one of the best pitchers of the last decade. And, and they put it up. They did their thing without anything particularly special. I don't expect it, you know. Sometimes the seeing-eye singles get through. Sometimes they go right to the shortstop, and, and that's the that's game of baseball. That's play, right? Yeah. That's, I mean, that's what made the, the 2016 Kansas City Royals so successful. Not that's 16, right. 2015. Royals so successful. <laughs> they just put the ball in play. They were fast. They were speedy. We got a glimpse of that today uh, with the Rockies using their legs. And, and it, they, yeah. they played small ball for a little bit can't really play small ball if you're scoring eight runs in eight innings but nevertheless you kind of get the idea that you know if if you're against an ace like kershaw you can get creative scratch some some things across home plate 
uh, get rid of those those rounded numbers and and maybe something happens. And 